when we were children, this Feast of the Holy Family was always kind of fun. Listening to the gospel, we were all in the pew together, mom and dad, and six of us, children. And Paul's instruction, you know, says, wives, be subordinate to your husbands. And all of us, including dad, would elbow mom. And then it said, husbands, love your wives. And mom would elbow dad. And then it said, children, obey your parents. And mom and dad would elbow us. And then it said, fathers, don't nag your children. We love that one. And we all ganged up on dad. It was always a spirit of joy knowing that in the tensions of family life, in the challenges of family life, there's always going to be controversy, arguments, impatience. Sometimes we yell at each other. Sometimes we hit each other. We're elbowing constantly and nagging. and Oh God, it just seemed like that was what it was all about all the time, having to follow the rules. And if you broke the rules, you got in trouble. And trying to keep a family together, not easy. Very hard on mom and dad. The older we got, we began to become, I think, a little more sympathetic with their circumstances. Having six kids, no way, I would never do that. That's why I became a priest. But think about the Holy Family. Think about the reality, really. Given even her immaculate conception and his sanctity, we think, unfortunately, in the Anglo-Saxon Puritan understanding of the Holy Family, that they were above it all. By that we mean they'd had no problems. Everything was a perfect hallmark card. Like this scene. Serene and peaceful, and joyful, and it was all that at times. But the gospel tells us, Luke's gospel and even today's Matthew's gospel, they're telling us, "Mm, not so easy. Not so easy. In fact, we're told that from the very moment that the angels come to Mary and to Joseph, they are afraid Mary is telling us she was disturbed greatly, profoundly, and in fact, we can say perfectly disturbed. Profoundly disturbed by the message of the angel that she should become the mother of God. Joseph, too, thinking that he would call off his engagement because Mary is found pregnant out of wedlock. No, he's told by an angel. Do not be afraid. They had their plan. They had it all figured out, as couples do for the most part. We're going to get married. We're going to have our children. We're going to do it this way, and it's going to be that way, and we're going to be happy ever after. 
of all the weddings I've done, we always have to say, right, happily ever after. But it's not always happy, happy, happy. Ho, ho, ho. No. Look at the reality of Joseph in today's gospel. My God. Not only does he have to give birth with Mary in a hovel, because there was no room at the inn, rejected. She is clearly giving birth to a child. They have married, but everyone knows there's something strange about this relationship because she was pregnant beforehand. So they're ostracized. This is not an easy situation socially for them. And now, within a relatively short amount of time, Joseph has another dream, and he's told by this angel, get out of town. Hurry. Herod is killing every newborn baby boy under the age of two in order to destroy the so-called king of the Jews. So Joseph takes Mary and the baby. Imagine now his fright. He is profoundly afraid. They get on a donkey. Where's the money? Where's the GPS? They're going into Egypt, friends. Jews in Egypt? Not a good scene. Not good. This is not good. No. No. They could have been enslaved and killed. And separated forever. No Jews were hated by the Egyptians. So this is a very dangerous situation. This is not the Hallmark card anymore. This is not joy to the world and angels we sing on high and all that stuff. No, this is now reality is setting in. And they're there for some time. Again, no job. He's a Jew. There's no job. He's out of work. They're probably just trying to get by. They don't have any passport. There are no rights. There are no hospitals. This is the baby. Can you imagine? And now that he's told in another dream, these angels are always coming to him. Joseph has this great preoccupation with angels for some reason. And they say, get up and go back. Okay. Back on the donkey. Let's go back. Again. This is not what Joseph wanted. He did not sign up for this. Just imagine. Keep it real, friends. Joseph did not sign up for this. He's got to be really wondering what he's gotten himself into here. But we don't know any of that. All we know is that Joseph did what was told. He was told to do this, and he does it. He takes Mary as his wife. He goes into Egypt. He goes back to Nazareth. He's doing the will of God. In his confusion, in his frustration, in his wonder, Joseph is a very righteous religious man. He's going to trust Yahweh. He's going to trust God. He knows this is very unusual. There have been shepherds coming and wise men and all this stuff. is. He's, this is no normal baby. This is unusual. 
but it's not his child. No, he's only adopted the child by law. And Joseph is very important in the development of the boy. He's going to adopt this child and love this child as his own because it was the man who took the boys and girls to temple. The father took the children to temple. The father taught the children to pray. The father educated them in the Psalms and the Old Testament. That was the role of the father, the provider for religion. Still true among the Orthodox Jews today. So his role in all this is incredibly important, and he grows in this role. But again, it's not what he wanted, I'm sure. And it probably was not what Our Lady wanted from the beginning, with all respect. But what's beautiful about these two is that they patiently, perseveringly, trust God. That they may not get what they wanted, but they got what they needed. They needed each other, and they needed a Savior, and they needed to trust when times were tough, and they needed to pray when they didn't feel like it, and they needed and needed and needed God. And this is the beauty of the Holy Family. They show us, among other things, that real distinction between wants and needs. God needed them to do this. God needed Mary to bring about a humanity for Jesus. God needed Joseph in the psychosexual, emotional, and religious education of this child and to give him legal status. These are essential. They're very important people in salvation and for Jesus. Without Mary and Joseph, there really is a very strange story here in his humanity, just as it is for you and me. We need mothers and fathers. We need mentors of this sort (coughs) that will show us by their example that there is a real distinction between wants and needs. How many parents are always saying, look, I know you want that, you want that. You're always saying, I want, I want, I want. Be quiet. Let me tell you what you need, right? Let me tell you what you need. That's a good father. That's a good mother. Those are good teachers. Because our culture is always about I, me, I, want, want, want. You can't always get what you want. But in the spiritual life, a lot of us give up on God because we didn't get what we wanted. So we said, eh, he's not hearing my prayer. He's not listening to me. He's not attending to me. No, God's a good father. Mary's a great mother. In fact, the greatest. They're not going to give you what you want all the time. Spoil you. They're going to give you what you need. And what they are going to do is give you what you need so you grow closer in trust to the will of God. You say, well, I don't want to do that. See, that's the problem. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a saint. I don't want to be holy. That's for somebody else. That's not for me. What? Wow. I don't, I don't want to live a 
holy life. What? No, I, we, I need to. <laughs> I need to live that kind of life. Because that's going to make me joyful. See, the, the life that I want to live, if you look back over your lives, more often than not, that's the stuff that messed you up. Right? Me, 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 all about me. Cogito, ergo sum. It's all about me. Now, that's the stuff that oftentimes messes us up. As individuals, as families, as a nation, as a world. My will be done, my kingdom come. This is the, right at the heart of it, friends. No, it's thy kingdom come, it's thy will be done. Jesus makes that very clear. And he gets that in his humanity because he learned it from two very, very important people in his life. The first, Mary and Joseph. The first parents. They were the first to teach this boy about the will of God because they shared with him the story. Imagine in his teens, I'm sure, mom, dad, what, what was my birth like? What happened? You could say Jesus knew it all. Well, in his divinity, but in his humanity, no. No, he needed to hear. And they would tell him the story. And we went into Egypt. Dad, how did you feel about that? Well, son, um, it was not easy. I mean, keep it real. He's learning from them patience, perseverance, trust. So that in time, he could echo their words on a cross. Thy will be done, not mine. See, so the family of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus are teaching us those same virtues of trust, perseverance, kindness, forgiveness, all those things that Paul is talking about when we're all elbowing each other in the pew. To say, you're doing this together. Not always easy, not the Hallmark card. But you're going to find joy in doing what God needs you to do. What God needs me to do is to be a priest. What he needs you to do is to be a family. However you are, wherever you are in your family, how you define that. So for some of us, we don't have families anymore. But then the church becomes our family, a spiritual family, where our friends and brothers and sisters are saints and angels. Now, we're always destined for family, ultimately the family of heaven. But in the meantime, wherever you are in your struggle with family, then look to the Holy Family. Look to these incredible people. This is the incredible story of mankind. Comes the choice between doing what I want and doing what I need. And I know what I need to do when I follow my conscience. Because in that... The angels will say the same thing they said to Mary and Joseph. Do whatever he wants you. Because what he wants you to do, he needs you to do.